Welcome to Talk Amongst Yourselves, the Fantainment Talking Podcast, because today we've had a bit of a break. Don't call it a comeback, because it never is. Um, I'm still Mike. I'm still Darren. Uh, summer is a thing. Who knew? Who knew? Uh, we had to have some time off. We had a lot of things to do. We've had a busy summer, but we that have. doesn't mean that things don't stop releasing. No, the summer don't. box office is still being dominated by Top Gun Maverick. It's a weird year. It's a very odd year. I mean, he's nearly crashed Cineworld. Yes. Which is actually your fault. It is my did, fault. Did you know that, Michael? It's specifically my fault. Because you brought up 4DX, and I was like, I oh, did. I, said, I might save that for Bullet Train. <laughs> the second I went to book it, well, the day before, I was like, oh, Cineworld's probably going bankrupt. <laughs> oh, good. We ruined that. Um, so thanks, yeah. babe. What'd you preach? Summer TV. Been a lot of summer TV. Oh, there's been a lot of summer TV. I haven't even finished all the summer TV yet. Mm. I haven't watched The Outlaws yet. Um, House of the Dragon has just started. It has. Almost fell asleep in the first episode. That's so. a good sign. <laughs> uh, they've chosen to paint him the dullest bunch of people going. <laughs> like, the best Game of Thrones characters are the like the grubby ones. Like, yes, they're, like, in big houses, but they're all, like, street-level people. Why would you base it on a royal family? They're boring. Yeah. They're just all perfect blonde people. I'm like, I don't, I don't need this. Um, they chose so, the most Aryan house. Interesting. Really, really did. <laughs> unless so. they're unless they're going for some kind of like downfall situation, then uh, that does not sound good. Uh, Nobody remembers the movie Downfall, the one that famously showed the final days of Hitler. Uh, oh, that downfall. Yeah, I just thought it meant like a general no. garden variety <laughs> downfall, not specifically downfall. Um, no, I didn't get that vibe. I didn't get any vibe. Mm. Some stuff happened and Matt Smith was there. Like He sure is there looking a lot older than I remember him. Hey, he takes his top off at one point. You know, Does right. actually? Yeah. Is it as good as when he takes his top off in Morbius? He takes his top off in Morbius. Do you remember the weird dance sequence in Morbius? <laughs> With that song, it's like, I'd like to fuck. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll watch it like... You can't if you genuinely scrub this from your mind. We watch this movie. <laughs> I remember nothing in Morbius whatsoever. <laughs> other than the memes. I can't remember anything in Morbius. I don't remember a dancing. <laughs> Uh, uh, that morbid meal must have been uh, <laughs> must have been poisoned. Heat waves are just melting my brain. Like there is every chance of that. Oh, um, it's been very warm as well. Sweet Jesus, it's been warm <laughs> in a country with no AC. This is what the Americans all take in the out of us because like this is not a heat wave to them, but they have literal air conditioning every single building they have. Yeah. The shop round the corner has it. Mm. I was making much more frequent attempts to go around there, but no, no. We even bought a big fancy new fan. Wow. And gave it the baptism of fire that it didn't really pass very well. <laughs> um, it's fine if it's like 26 degrees, but you get over 30 degrees. I don't think any fan in the universe... It just can... starts pushing hot air around. Yeah, it can't do anything to cool down the air. It can just force you at you faster. So, mm. yeah, that... Didn't really help and really kind of killed off any... Do you want to go sit in a cinema for a while? Like, no. <laughs> it's aircon though, if you go to the right one. Yeah, Obviously, right. you're still thinking of Warsaw Showcase, where seats were a luxury. Oh, and they were fuzzy as well. They Ooh. were horrible. I was sitting there. So between <laughs> the heat, the summer TV, the summer blockbusters, and some various gaming shite. Yes. Um, we've been very busy. We managed to ignore most of it. But we are going to talk about all the things we have done 
in a big summer. Oh, I guess this is a big blowout. summer blowout. Yes, a frozen reference. Fuck me dead. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff because making a singular episode about any of them would be incredibly redundant. It really, we'd we miss the boat on most of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, TV, TV shows are a little bit difficult to do anyway. Like, we, we usually hit the Marvel ones, but it was Miss Marvel this time around. Yep, sure was. And, and one of us was not as enthusiastic for it as the other one was. <laughs> I mean, even right now, She-Hulk is out. It is. But I haven't started watching it yet. There's two episodes deep, but thankfully, I was able to use this as my final way back in to get Daredevil Season 3 watched. Yes. With, with the wife. Because um, I was like, well, he's turning up. It's probably, I know deep down, it's not going to reference anything in the Netflix show. But just in case... It might. means I get to watch Daredevil Season 3 again, yep. so... Which is never a bad thing. Oh, God, Bullseye's only just turned up. Oh, man. It's ace. Um, so, yeah. First of all, though, steak talk. We- <laughs> Following on from gladiator talk, wedding talk, what other talk have we had up top on podcast? I mean, steak talk part one, I feel, was another yeah, one. this is steak talk, the reckoning. Right. You went to Gaucho's... <laughs> Um, did I mention did I mention this on the podcast just after I got married? I feel like you did. I feel like we spent a good portion of some episode of something we didn't care about of you talking about the greatest steak you've ever eaten in your life. Yep. No. You went to Gibraltar. I did. Uh, I went there for a wedding. Not yours. Not um, mine. That would have been incredible, but obviously so, not going to happen. Now yours was in the Botanical Gardens. Yes, opposite is, the rock. Which is where we stay. Yeah. Um, this one was at the top of the rock. With the monkeys. Oh, with the monkeys. It was an odd experience. Hmm. So, I, I've i been to Gibraltar before. Yeah. I know that these monkeys are vicious bastards. They are robbing little shit. Little fuckers. So, I was on high alert for it. So, hmm. anyway, it was, it was a very with nice a wedding. Pack, they just scroll. They have them getting that shit out. Um, but that's your problem, not theirs, because yeah. they're in danger. They have political immunity, so they can do whatever they want. They are lethal so, weapon. <laughs> yeah. So, we... We, we got to the top. Um, it was a very nice wedding, very nice views. <coughs> Obviously, as you would expect, being on top of the big fucking mountain. Um, I I spent apparently far too much... The, the reviews I've got from other wedding guests was that I was very nice and very polite and very handsome. I might be inventing some of those. Um, but I was too obsessed with the Morrisons. Because, <laughs> let me tell you... You messaged me about the Morrisons. <laughs> It was the standout memory from the entire trip to Gibraltar. That is low praise. Was, I can't believe they've got such an authentic Morrison. <laughs> like it has been transported from Bilston to Gibraltar. I've been on a plane for more than three hours. Yep. We took nearer six hours to get there because we had to be diverted because of mist. Oh, shit. <laughs> mist was there. The mist. The mist was there. <laughs> Fucking shut up. But, uh, and we had to go to uh, the nearby, whatever airport it is, I can't remember. I've been there now. I don't remember which airport. So land at that airport, wait for the fog to dissipate, and then go back. Was it... Oh, fuck. It's the one... Is it Alhambra? Is that the... That sounds about right. I I, I vaguely heard it before. Anyway. South Spain. So, yeah. I've been on a plane for three hours, and there's a Morrison. (laughs) (laughs) Hearing Spanish accent. Although it's not really a Spanish accent, the Gibraltar accent. It's a weird mishmash of things. It is. But hearing a vaguely Spanish accent pull up in a taxi and go, Morrison's was very (laughs) fun. And I just couldn't believe how, how, how well it had translated. That they had the English version of Doritos in there, but all the other shops had the Spanish version of Doritos. 
It's a walking paradox. It's <laughs> anyway, back to the wedding. It's a great system. See, as you can tell, the review of me being too obsessed with the Morrisons was accurate. Yeah. So, at one point, it's late at night, so all the tourists are now gone. Mm. You're not allowed up after a certain time. So, it's been about 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. Sun's going down, so everyone's going to take pictures with them. We're up mm. on a balcony thing. Were you on the Skywalk, by any chance? No. You didn't go to the Skywalk? What's the Skywalk? It is like a giant glass balcony that they oh, built. Oh, no. They built on the thing. But who did they get to open it? Mark fucking Hamill. Did they really? Skywalk open. And there's this cla- uh, fucking phenomenal marketing. I've got photos of that. I'll show it you. It's lovely. I mean, it's a fucking balcony. You know what that looks like. I'd have been all for it. Would the wife have been all for it? It's a bit of a trek down the rock as well. Yeah, probably not. So, um... I, at one point, now everyone's very drunk at one I wasn't drinking all that much. I've become very aware that the monkeys mm. have very subtly surrounded us on all sides. Mm. Now, I know what's about to happen. So I'm doing my best husbandly duty to go to my wife and say, we probably need to get off this because the, the monkeys are surrounding us. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen Planet of the Apes. I know what's about to happen. <laughs> but because she was into the wine, it was a case of, no. I didn't do that. We're fine, Derek. <laughs> so I abandoned my wife. <laughs> I, you I knew what was coming and you didn't want it. And then all of a sudden, yeah, the monkeys start grabbing onto the dress. They're grabbing onto people, what, the violins or whatever. Mm. So they all scarper. The only bit I wish I had been there for was um, one of... Um, so the, the father of the bride was preparing to hoof this thing <laughs> on the road. He apparently had lined himself up like Johnny Wilkinson. He was about to punt this thing <laughs> straight down a cliff. But I think everyone kind of scrambled and went, no, no, you can't do that. It's illegal, it's illegal. And then I just heard the aftermath of everyone running and going, ah, having been attacked by the monkeys. Yes. Um, anyway, on to Gauchos. Yeah. This was there. Um, the last night we were there, mm. we, we rolled in and we looked at that thing. Now, I remember you specifically said, get the steak that comes on the rock thing. Yes. And that's what we did. Nice. I sent you a beautiful picture of me going, hmm. <laughs> yeah, enjoyed came it. I pose with all of my food. Incredible um, gangster pose. I'm going to say it was the second best steak I've ever had in my life. That's still pretty good. There was one in Turkey that was genuinely the high point of that holiday as well. Fair play. Like, it was, whoa. Uh. Mm. This was very close. It was very nice. It, it was annoying for my wife because she likes her steak rare, well, medium rare. And mm. I like mine medium well, mm. if not well done. Mm. Um, so I was taking far too long. I was taking too much heat out of the stone. So I was eating mine on there for a good three times longer than she was. So other than that, it was amazing. Um, so that's steak talk. It was good. Did you did you sit near the fucking the the meat cupboard, or were you in the no further in by the other? We were outside. You were outside. We were outside. We didn't venture inside. We were we were by the meat cupboard, which is oh, just hysterical to see a, a library of steak. It's oh. incredible. Back to sweet talk for a second. <laughs> yes. If you didn't know, this is going to be a fucking winding road, people. <laughs> Hopefully you find her brand of humour funny, because well, sorry. What can we do? <laughs> Have you been to rodeos in Wolverhampton yet? No, you've told me about it, though. Okay, this is a PSA. Do not fucking go to rodeos Wolverhampton. Oh, shit, really? There are better barbecue places. Literally everywhere. Now, hopefully my curse of shutting down every barbecue restaurant I go to in the next six months will occur. Mm. So we went in... Uh, it was me, my wife, and a couple of friends, and we went in. And first, the, the bloke got off on a bad sock. The server got off on a bad sock for two reasons. One, he had Jack Grealish hair. Mm. Curtains. Twat. Um, and then, so we sit down, and I'm about to order, even though I'm about to order the full rack of ribs and the whole kebang, 
I order the vegan nachos, then they get vegan cheese. I have dairy allergy, and took it. It's a weird combination. I usually like to do just to confuse people. <laughs> but he went, oh, the vegan nachos. Now, <laughs> it's just bad etiquette yeah. to, as a server to immediately start slagging off the choices of your customers. Yeah. And even after I explained, oh, it's not a vegetarian thing. I have no morals. I just can't eat cheese. And yeah. That's all this is. He gave me another scathing look. Bad start. Fucking stuff comes out. It's a diabolical attempt at nachos. <laughs> it is not new nacho chips. They've just got tortillas and toasted them and then just grated the cheese on after it's been in the oven. Oh, for fuck's so sake. So the grated soya cheese, which doesn't melt anyway, was just there. It was very sad. Then the mechanical bull gets brought out and our geezer is running the thing and got annoyed at us for not wanting to go on it. And that meant that our mains were delayed by about half an hour, by which point I don't really want to eat food anymore. <laughs> My stomach has already been full of nachos. It's you want really... to leave at that point. <laughs> so when a barn door's worth of ribs come out, I'm like, oh, shit. To be fair, the portion size was massive, but it was 90% fat oh, and God. dry as the fucking desert. Jesus. So don't go to Rodeo to <laughs> Mountain. It's a shit restaurant, and I hope it closes. Anyway. So we've only got hickories. And that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find more good barbecue restaurants, but I also don't want to shut them down. Mm. So that's my bad. Hanbao, on the other hand, is now open in Digbeth. I've heard of Hanbao. So it's it's kind of been pushed by influencers as like the best bar, the best burger place. Mm. We, we went to the original one in Worcester just before Christmas last year. Oh, Michael. Yeah. Oh, Michael, you need to go to the burger place. <laughs> Holy sweet Jesus. It's decadent. Yeah. It's fucking gaudy as all shit, the burgers. But my God, they're good. Nice. I had um, I had like a, the jerk chickeny burger the first time around. Mm. Even the fries, the Hong Kong fooey fries, is like fucking hoisting duck in the chips and oh, so good. Damn, it's it's Five Guys level of like, mm. but it's Five Guys but higher quality. Yeah, but it's Five Guys like price as well. You can pay oh, yeah. fifteen pounds for a burger, but you enjoy it. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay, I'm I'm okay with that. Any more food talk from move on? <laughs> I've I've been nowhere and done nothing. Have you been to Fiesta del Asado yet? If not, go. It's expensive, but go. What's that? It's on um Ah shit, what's that road called going into Birmingham? It's that Hick- one. Oh, 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 the Himley Road. No, that's the one coming out doodly towards um Ah shit, what's it called? The Hagley Road, that's it. Right, okay. So, yeah, not the Hindley Road, the Hagley Road, yeah. that's what I meant. It's so there's like the TGIs, the Akbars, across the road from there. Ah. It's Fiesta Asado, Argentinian Steakhouse. Ooh. They have specialist cuts depending on what day you go in as well. Hello. Some good shit. The specialist cuts are good, but I still just always have the ribeye because it is fucking great. I'll wrap up food talk with there is now a Wendy's open in Birmingham. Yeah, but it's delivery only? It's delivery only and it's in... It's next to the Aston Expressway, but not the Birmingham side. It's yeah. the Aston side of things. Yeah. What are they giving? I don't know. Um, that's enough for food talk. Yep. Um, Let's talk about films. Talk about what we're actually known for. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, any new listeners for oh, check these guys out. <laughs> oh boy, this was um, not the episode starts. <laughs> not the episode. There is there is no plan here. We're fifteen minutes deep, and we talk about <laughs> steak. steak and holidays. <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay. Um, bread and butter. Which is kind yeah. of a kind of a food talk, but our Back bread and butter. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, so we've seen two movies. We have. Uh, that both of us have seen. Yes. Of all the, most of the show is going to be about TV shows, but we have seen two. We have. I know you want to talk about Lightyear. I do. 
Do you want to talk about Lightyear more than you want to quickly sum up Elvis, or do you just want to get straight to Lightyear and Let's get Elvis it? out of the way. Thoughts? I really liked it. Yeah! This is Baz Luhrmann's best movie. Oh, good, because you were so worried about the Baz Luhrmann effect on this. So worried. And don't get me wrong, there's a bit of over embellishment in this film. Yes. Um, anything where they've kind of attributed black culture to rap music in a movie set predominantly in the 60s and 70s is always going to be a bit weird. It makes some choices. It does make some choices. And the kind of modernism sneak in in various weird ways, like the random wailing guitars Mm. where they weren't needed. And a couple of the shots are a bit strange. It opens with a very strange shot of a kind of like a dream sequence of uh, of, of Tom Hanks' character oh, walking yeah. through an endless casino. And occasionally it'll pepper in those shots where yeah, they kind could, of... Yeah, that. I can do without that. Other than that, though, fuck me, is Austin Butler good? Right? Like, this doesn't feel like a pantomime performance where I think you might have... I would certainly lay with the criticism that as much as I enjoyed Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury, sometimes it went very much into... Aren't I gay and have big teeth? Yeah, and there was the, 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 the parody yeah. version. When he was good, he was he was really good. Yes. But this guy is on it every fucking second. To the point where he can't actually stop doing the accent at the moment. Like he's in interviews and he keeps slipping interviews. I'm so sorry. He said I just I did it for so long that I can't stop speaking like Elvis. <laughs> Which is amazing. Yeah, it oh god, it's good. Like it kind of like sheds like a like because the Elvis now is so revered, but for a long fucking duration of his career, he was either missing action in the army or a fucking joke in films. Yeah, completely washed up. Yeah, so, like, the point of, like, the colonel saying, I, you know, managed all this stuff, because he obviously outlived Elvis, he was able to massage reality back into, like, a better story of, like, oh, no, he was the king, he was always the king, and everyone fucking loved him all the time. Hmm. Um, So, to actually go out of the way to do all that stuff was amazing. It was bold. It was, and like maybe, maybe the stylization of it did actually help it in the long run to have mm. it stand out from other. Like if they didn't really buy the books, mm. maybe one of words as well. But yeah, it's it's. I mean, Tom Hanks playing a bad guy. Interesting. Always, you know, nice to see some change from him. I mean, he's still Tom Hanks. Um, but yeah, it was. I I loved everything about it. It's pretty high, I think. At the moment, on the year-end ranking, not to give the game away, but mm. it's pretty high. It's in the top three at the moment, from mm. what I've seen. Um, it was everything I wanted it to be. Like I got to listen to Elvis on two and a half hours. It was what do you fucking want? Mm. Um, so praise it the way now. <laughs> oh, we're going to the other one. Do you, do you want, oh, Is there anything it? I need to say about Elvis? Shit, I don't think so. Um, it's fucking great. Go and watch it. That's it. It's a bit long. The ending does drag out a little bit. It does. It does wind on a little bit. I'll give you that. It doesn't know when to wrap it up properly. Mm. But the um, that entire sequence, if the highlight then, the entire sequence of the comeback special is brilliant. Oh, oh it's so good. Like credit to the man that people aren't actually sure in the last shot whether it's actual Fat Elvis or Austin Butler playing Fat Elvis. Mm. Like that's how well he's embodied the character that people are like, I genuinely don't know which one that is. Yeah. We didn't get enough Fat Elvis. We didn't we get to see him die on the toilet, which is a bit sad. Like, <laughs> well, it's died on the shit, but <laughs> I don't give a crap. Oh, that would have been beautiful. Um, I guess there's some things you don't want to commit to film. Do you not want to see him like keel over and then credits? <laughs> 
Like they eat a fucking banana and poof, and they just like crazy, just just up his ass. They come out of his ass. It's like a reverse Star Wars crawl. Directed by Basil. That would be apt for most of his movies. Praise is out the way. Let's talk about Lightyear. So, um, I will say... Yep. I didn't mind it. Yep. It went by pretty inoffensively. Yeah. Like, I didn't sit there going, oh, this is... Oh, oh this was completely unnecessary. It is unnecessary yeah. at the end of the day. It doesn't really add anything. Uh, there's no post credit scene of Woody's Roundup, which I would have <laughs> liked to have seen. Um, but the same token, like, it was fine. That made me laugh a few times. But... Then you tell me you watched it, and I feel you had a different experience. I did. And it's very strange, because I've never felt like this about a Toy Story movie. Because it's it was somewhere ranging between just total tiredness and complete apathy. Right. Which is new territory for a Toy Story film. Mm. Even Toy Story 4, which I was like, now we're pushing it, lads. Still, don't do it, st- don't do it, don't do it. Okay, well, that, that yeah. worked, but don't do it again. <laughs> yeah, we we said that at the end of Toy Story 3. Yeah, that was incredible. Don't do it again. Yeah. Toy Story 4, you got very lucky. That was incredible. Don't do it again. Yes, now to be fair, at least they haven't. This isn't a, in any way badge as a Toy Story movie. No, it isn't. Well, obviously, yeah, um, yeah, you don't watch it if you haven't. I, I, I don't think there'd be any way to introduce this to a child who hadn't seen Toy Story. I think this is very much badging it too. Especially because it says, Andy saw a movie in 1996. Yes. And I'm like, if if you watch this with no context, who the fuck <laughs> is Andy? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so, like, you can't watch it without the the context, context of toy, at least Toy Story 1. Because a good third of it is just making callbacks and explaining stuff that Buzz Lightyear does. So yeah. Explaining... Emperor Zerg and all that business. So yeah, and throwing in all of the fucking quotes. Yes, you're mocking me, aren't you? You know, just out of fucking nowhere. So, and I'm watching, it. and again, it's inoffensive, but at yeah. the same time, it's like, why does this exist in the manner in which it exists? How did we get here? I can only assume we got here because Chris Evans said, "I like Toy Story," and then. Make a film out of that, guys. Off we go. And here we are. Yeah. But it can't... It, it, it's such a weird... Now, I have an idea of how to fix the movie. Oh, go on. But let's criticise it first. Yes. And then I'm going to fix it. Right, okay. So the voice performances aren't bad. I'm getting a bit sick of Taika Waititi outside of uh, vampire, like vampires or pirates now, Literally, to be honest. Literally, the film quality drops when he turns up. That's when yeah. the, the plot kicks in. The, and him and the other two zany people that joined on the adventures, I'm like, oh, this is kind of tired and trite anymore. We're doing this yeah. so, uh, God, we're turning on him fast. <laughs> but me, the heel turn of uh, Taika Waititi is fucking rapid. I don't know what it says about us that we didn't like him doing what he wants with a Thor movie yes. and a fun voice role in a Toy Story adjacent movie, but perfectly okay with him playing Hitler. I, yep. I don't no, know how we got that, there. No qualms, no criticisms there. <laughs> and also, if you've seen Our Flag Means Death, it's oh, not I like... I haven't seen it yet. It's not like he's shit, though. Like, he's fucking good in that. Right. It's a really good series. 
So I don't get why when he's in the Disney machine, it's falling apart. And, you know, we're coming off people that have been in the MCU. Chris Evans obviously playing Buzz Lightyear. Mm. I mean, you can you can make the argument, should this be Tim Allen? I don't think it should be. I think it's perfectly no. fine as a version of this character. Because Tim Allen's performance was very... Obviously, especially in the first one, he's very layered and very great. This is meant to be like... No, this was like an action film for 1996. Mm. They wouldn't be having the same, maseris- same mannerisms as... He would. Now, obviously, Tim Allen could just choose to take it in a different direction. But no, I don't think it would have worked. Mm. Like, to the same token, if they had literally this script but Tim Allen voicing it, would it be any different? That's an excellent point. Like, would it actually have improved the film if Tim Allen was here? Not really. No, no, no. It wouldn't have made it worse, but it wouldn't have improved it. <laughs> See the point someone made of, so they're just it's just a plot point that Buzz Lightyear can't tell black people apart. <laughs> yes. God, that's a thing. Oh my god, that's a thing. I mean, I feel like I hadn't realised it till someone told me that. I was like, oh, oh, uh-oh. oh no, <laughs> oops. <laughs> oh, you're fine. No, <laughs> yikes. Oopsie doodle. Um, and the rest of the voice cast are perfectly fine. I think the best, the one that comes out of it best, is the character of Socks. Yes, which is a weird concept to explain to people. It is a robotic self-help cat. Yeah. Like, where did that come from? And why wasn't it one of, like... Surely there's something you could have pulled from Toy Story itself that could have been that, like... Because it's not like they didn't do that. You know, the, the ship at the end is the box the Toy Story, that Buzz Lightyear yeah. comes in. So, like... All it would have taken is for them to have... I suppose it wouldn't have made sense if it would have found alien life. Make it the fucking thing like Alien. But, yeah, where are the little green men? Yeah. They, to be fair, they're never explicitly said to be from Buzz Lightyear. They're just in Pizza Planet. That's true. But that'd be, like, where else are you going to fucking put them? Yeah. Like, at least then that's a callback. Like, Socks, again, was quite funny. Mm. But... I do now fail to believe that that's not the doll that Andy would have wanted. Like, what, Socks? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Fair enough. There's a lot of little things in like that in this movie where it's just, well, this Andy saw this film in 1996, and 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 of all the characters in this movie, wanted Buzz, and I get that he's the main character, but they portray him as a right fucking doofus. Yeah, at not Mechazerg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want that. I want that. <laughs> the film opens with Buzz making the worst possible fucking mistake. <laughs> yeah. He endangers people for generations. <laughs> it's a severely odd movie. Like I said, it, it went by and I watched it and it was fine. I haven't thought about it once since then. I'm about to do and that thing of making things horrifically worse. Oh. You know how I've made you I've ruined films yes, for you? Yes, you have. You I, know. I don't think that's the because this one is just so apathetic towards it that I was like, nah. I must say that like, this is what Pixar have come to. Like, Yeah. Pixar, for God's sake. Now, I watched it on Disney+. Plus. Yes, I do. Yeah. And that is exactly where it belongs. Like, it is not great. Yeah, this felt more of a Disney Plus one than... um, Because Turning Red was a Disney Plus exclusive, wasn't it? I I wasn't hot on that, but it was way better than this. It was trying something new. It was. And even though it didn't... Didn't Didn't speak to me whatsoever. No, but I, I at least appreciate the effort to try and be different and new and all that stuff as opposed to this. Yeah. 
this. Would it have been better if it was live action? I don't know. If, now, the, if they'd gone full on, like... I'm trying to think of an example. Like, if they'd Galaxy or Blood Dragoned it, where they just... I was about to say this. This was this is one version of how to fix this, Go and on. then there's my version. The one version is this, yeah. which is... Either make it animated or live action. I don't yeah. care. But go full on Blood Dragon original Top Gun. It's yes. the cheesiest fucking thing alive. Yes. And the and you can still have that meta quality to it. Yes. Because make it, it it's the Kung Fury effect. You make something that's so ridiculous that would have been very acceptable in the eighties. That's a very good point. Yeah, you you especially since right if you're not pitching this film to nineties kids. Mm who are the audience for Toy Story, then who are you pitching it to? Exactly. Like, it's not funny enough or inventive enough or whatever for kids who, you know, they've seen Toy Story now, they're like five, six now, Mm. but don't have the nostalgia for it. Make it a thing tribute to mid-90s action movies. Yeah. And get Stallone in there somehow. Get Schwarzenegger in there somehow. And really get, like... I hope people understand the Blood Dragon reference. I'm not going to (laughs) explain it, because do your homework. But yeah, do that. Like, that's how you make it... Mm. A live-action Buzz Lightyear film starring Chris Evans, but it's 90s. Yeah, intentionally cheesy, intentionally yes. 90s, intentionally a bit shit. Yes. But like, but what we've actually got is this kind of like really sort of sombre metatextual analysis of who Buzz Lightyear is, which doesn't appeal to the children. No, they don't give a shit. However, oh. there is a more perfect way to fix this movie. Go on. And it means you don't have to change Half of what you've already got. Go on. The main character of the movie should not be Buzz Lightyear. Right. The main character of the movie should be Andy. Let me explain. Okay. Andy, now 30 years old and taking his child to go and see the reboot of Buzz Lightyear. I used to love Buzz Lightyear when I was a kid. Maybe Schnur will enjoy going to the movies. And having this version on the screen... And then be like having like cutbacks to the cinema of like, hang on, Zerg isn't Buzz Lightyear from the past. Zerg's his dad. They change, and they're like Andy having this kind of like revisiting your childhood again. If you're going to pitch it to fans of Toy Story, yeah. And then like you can have a scene where I don't know he needs to take the kid to the bathroom, so he misses five minutes, and like the plot skip forward an inordinate amounts, and he's missed a huge bit. And have it be about revisiting your childhood. Was not ruining the childhood of the people watching the movie. Him thinking that Socks is a ridiculous fucking character, but realising that's the doll he's buying at Christmas. You know, that kind of deal. And you could end the movie with an excellent fucking shot, and you can tie it back into the Toy Story universe. Say he gets the Socks doll or whatever, mm. or ends up with the new Buzz Lightyear doll, and the final shot of the movie is him taking it out of the packaging, playing with it, puts it down to go and have dinner with his family and then like zoom in and then just the doll blinks cut to black and just have it be the toy story thing and the toys being in andy's life is a constant in the toy story universe that is incredibly fucking interesting they would never do that no but it's (laughs) such a good idea it's so much more interesting (laughs) than this because then they'd have to because it's you bring it back to toy story being about the progression of one's life. Because yeah. you do getting the toy, relinquishing the toys to another child, yeah. and then it's when toys are reintroduced to your life, it's when you have a child. So you, if you really wanted to do the fucking circle yeah. of life, 
That's the way to do oh, it. Andy it. now becomes the parent. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I unequivocally love that. The, 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 it's fatal flaw of why they'd never do it is they would have to at least imply from Andy's point of view that this new Buzz Lightyear movie is shit. Yeah. <laughs> don't know Which is why it. you don't have to change what we've got. <laughs> Maybe they can do that. Maybe the Lightyear sequel is just that. Yeah. Andy watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a riff tracks. <laughs> oh, it's a mystery theater. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> just Andy. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is beautiful. It's so interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm picking up my own idea, but I'm going to echo what you said. It's such an interesting good idea, and so I mean, this movie is already very meta. Yeah, but this is so much more meta that Pixar would never dare to do it. No. If Chris Nolan... <laughs> Hear me out. Because Chris Nolan can walk into any film studio in the world mm. and say, this is what I want to do, and they're going to say, okay. yes. He could fucking walk into Marvel and say, oh, I want to do Squirrel Girl, and they would go, okay. okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Whatever you want. Um... If he walked into Pixar, he loves messing with time mm. and, you know, going to the bathroom is technically a time jump. It's much mm. less confusing than fucking Tenet was. <laughs> That's the only way that happened. Is Chris Nolan wants to make the, the Buzz Lightyear Andy meta movie. In my head now, Toy Story 5 ends with Aunt, uh, with uh, Woody stuck behind a bookcase. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? We'll never let it go. So, yeah. Good God. Lightyear's not great. And it's annoyed me even more because I had a fucking good idea. Yeah. And that would have would have made the movie worthwhile to exist. Now, riffing on that for a second, I need to come back to something I swore at the end of the Jurassic World Dominion one. Mm. Which was like, I'm going to fix this. Okay. I can't fix it. <laughs> the headline is, I've tried every which way of doing it and I can't fix it. I've tried to fix what is there. And I just think, no, it's just too... It's too flawed. Mm. Like, I can't stitch together a, a better version of this. I said, okay, we'll do something completely different. But I have no idea. <laughs> no idea has worked. So I'm like, oh, no. So it turns out there's no good Jurassic World. There's no good sequel to Fallen Kingdom. I haven't... <laughs> hopefully by year's end, I would, have, I would have hit on the nail and gone, oh, God, that's what you fucking do. But I can't manufacture a reason to get the original cast back. Right. Oh, because that's the... Uh... You stick. Like if if I have to stick to casting and all the cast is there, they have to be back, and you you know you're paying off two trilogies worth of stuff. I can't do it. I I cannot tell you how many different ways I've just. Well, have you made a better movie, or have you just made a different version of the same bad movie? Mm. You've just got rid of the locust, but you haven't necessarily added anything of value back in. Yeah. So yeah, need to marinate on that. Uh, <laughs> it's still unfixable. But yes. Speaking of Jurassic Park. Oh, right. I traumatised a child this weekend. <laughs> Using Jurassic Park? Using Jurassic Park. The original? The original. Okay. So, my goddaughter, God bless her, um, her dad now listened to this podcast. Hello, my. Um, Hi. Not you. Oh. <laughs> um, he, they, they're going to Star Wars. Hmm. Right? I'm basically using all of my godchildren as test subjects for my own children as when to introduce... Jurassic Park, Star Wars, etc. Mm. So I started Star Wars way too early with Aoife. I accept that now. But now at nine years old, they have finally been nagged enough into going to watch them and they're actually enjoying them. I've only got Solo left, but they've enjoyed pretty much all of them. Ace. 
So I thought, okay, we've got we were babysitting for the weekend. Now's the time to try Jurassic Park. Okay. And I said, well, watch it in the day. So nice and bright, nothing too scary. I thought we'll be fine. It was going okay. Then we get to the T-Rex scene. Mm. Now, I figured out, you know, you might think, well, it's, uh, it says on the box that it's okay, I think, for behind your to watch it. What is the certificate on Jurassic Park? For wonder? Check. I'm it's probably on the shelf behind you, to be fair, mate. I think I've Actually. got the DVDs on the shelf behind you somewhere. Um, so I, I figured out... I must have seen Jurassic Park before the age of one, two, three, four, five, six, right? Because I saw the cardboard standee for Lost World, which came out in 97, and I was excited for it. Jurassic Park 1 is a PG. Somehow. Um, <laughs> it is a, a film centre's office 12, though, in Ireland. Eh. It was a PG Who cares about film. Ireland's not a real place. We said we past the parents and said, it's PG, it's fine. Um, so <laughs> I... So I must have seen it by age six because mm. I saw the standee. I didn't know what sequels were and got so excited, like, oh my god, they can make more dinosaur movies. <laughs> so now, obviously, I was very into dinosaurs even before I started watching Jurassic Park. So I was a bit of a uh, captive audience anyway. Yeah, but still, I wasn't scared of Jurassic Park. So I thought, oh, it should be fine. So we're watching it, and the T Rex comes out. Right, mm. the, the bit of the night, the first time you see the T Rex, and I check in. Are you okay? Now, admittedly, she didn't say anything, but she also didn't say no. So I thought, well, she's not, like, terrified because she's not a quiet person. She's very opinionated. She'll tell me to turn it off. So we carry on watching it. We get it flips the car over with Tim and Lex in it. Uh, and I was like, she's still being very quiet. She's sat bolt upright, mm. almost like Marge when she's in full of anxiety. <laughs> like, she doesn't even need the chair at this point. But I'm like, again, check in. Are you okay? And she didn't say anything. So I was like, right. Now, she told me earlier in the day, the only bit of Harry Potter that scares her anymore, she's been definitely scared of Voldemort. She still doesn't love the bit where he talks to everybody mm. in Deathly House Part 2. The, I am speaking to Harry Potter. Directly. Yeah. Fucking hates that bit. Mm. So she doesn't like it when Nagini attacks Snape in the thing. Even though you don't see it, the idea of the snake biting Snape. Yeah. Bad. So the toilet falls apart. There's what's-his-face on the toilet. And yeah. I'm like, right, I pause it. You know. The lawyer is about to be eaten off the toilet. Mm. Are you okay? And she kind of, like, doesn't say anything, but she's clearly quite scared. She said, right, don't worry. Come here. We'll press play. When it's over, I'll say you can look again. And I'm just talking her through so she doesn't really hear the, the noises. And I'm like, right, T-Rex has got him. And, blah, 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 and the man's been eaten. Okay. And I let go. At this point, I look down and realise tears are peeing oh my face. God. I'm like, Oh, okay, this is going off now. Okay, let's turn that <laughs> off. And I was like, right. I really gave her a big hug. I was like, right, you're never going to have to watch Jurassic Park again. Everything's fine. She then goes, I'm just going to get a tissue. I was like, there's someone in the fireplace. No, I'm going to get it from upstairs. I leave for about 20 minutes. And we realise, oh, she hasn't gone to the toilet. She was up here in this room uh, under the sheets crying. <laughs> oh, wow. So I had to literally sit down like, right, it's okay. Don't worry. Do you want to go watch Harry Potter? Let's go watch. We went. We ended up watching Lego Masters Australian. <laughs> Okay, girl likes Lego. Um, so I now realised I've made a fatal, fatal error here mm. because I basically put her through the same experience I had of watching ET, and I'm still terrified of ET <laughs> to this day. So I have ruined my favourite film for my goddaughter. All we can learn from this is maybe wait till they're ten before you play those, <laughs> and they have some interest in dinosaurs. 
then it's probably okay. Yeah. So, sorry, Aoife, I have never made you deathly afraid of Dracula. Even when you're old enough to watch it and not be scared, you probably never want to watch that <laughs> film. So, oops, don't traumatise children. Uh, <laughs> don't go to university and study film. You'll have a bunch of people telling you to watch oh, it. God, you will. You really, really will. Um, right, I think that's all the film. You've seen The Grey Man. I have seen The Grey Man. I've heard it's a, it's a, an algorithm nightmare. It is $200 million on the safest fucking film of all time. It is boring. There is one good bit. Which is? So, in and, in and amongst what sounds, in, on paper, a fucking cool scene. Yeah. They're in Berlin. They're having a gunfight on top of a metro. Okay. And like, I ain't seen that before. It derails. It goes through some buildings. It's fine. Right. On paper, fucking ace. There's a shot. Uh, Ryan Gosling is your main character. Six yes. uh, looks over the road from where the me- like parallel to where the metro's going, yes. and a giant glass building to see a guy running because he's on the roof and a guy's running up the carriage. And he's like, yes. three, two, one, bang, got him. Like doesn't even look. Oh. This guy goes down, and that's the best bit. Now you don't need to. Wa- oh, um, I think Chris Evans get a- gets a particularly good insult in towards the end. Right. He's on full comic book mode in this movie. Oh, he's chewing some scenery. He's chewing some fucking scenery. They have a fist fight in a fountain towards the end and it gets to like, what's that movie where, it's a terrible movie from the 80s, but the guy like, has got like a giant fucking hunter's knife and he's like, "Ah," like that. And then like he dies by being put on a meat hook. It's a terrible fucking movie. Is that a Schwarzenegger movie? Might be. I I feel like, Schwarzenegger's quite, Fond of impaling people and then uh, chill out and then walk in. <laughs> um, I can't remember. If it ain't Running Man, is it? I don't know. It's anyway, one of them. Regardless, right. it's super fucking campy. Right. But the rest of it is fucking dull. And it's such a cool idea. Like yes. the idea that um, the people who are in prison on like live sentences yes. essentially get wiped off the record by the FBI and turned into their agents. So like, they don't exist. They right. have no. They've been. They have reportedly died in prison. Right. But they're out in the world doing okay. cool spy shit. So like the concept's pretty fucking strong and good cast as well. Yeah, and they 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 went very heavy into this guy's John Wick on crack during certain scenes. Right. Um. But then also wanted a really emotional story about her his relationship with his mentor's child, and how he will continue to rescue her from the bad men. And it doesn't fucking work in the slightest. It's, it's so a cassette. <laughs> cassette. I watched Lady Miz last night. Ah, I'm genuinely not prepared to tell you my opinion until my wife gets back. That's fair. Um, I imagine that your opinion will mostly consist of you being hit around the head. Yeah, Probably. I thought so. Don't worry, I don't like it either. So it's really, okay. I don't like Lady Miz now. Oh, yeah. she doesn't know that because I put good money on you. I was like, he's a theatre nerd. Of course, <laughs> fucking lame is. Um, I, I appreciate a good production of it, but I don't fucking like it. <laughs> we will discuss this more. Yeah, that'll be a fun time. Um, in real life. <laughs> um, <laughs> outside of the four walls of this podcast. Yeah. Um, I have just realised something. Yes. I don't think we've been on record since Comic-Con. We haven't. Holy Tostinos. It's been a hell of a... <laughs> Holy Tostinos. <laughs> we haven't talked about the Marvel stuff. Oh, shit. Holy... No. We told you this was freeform. There is a chance for us to wait. There is. Because in two weeks, it's D23. Yes. Which has not only a dedicated Marvel 
and Star Wars panel, mm. but also a Marvel and Star Wars games dedicated it panel. It does have that. Well, I think well, we're definitely getting Jedi Survivor. Yeah. We're definitely getting Spider-Man. Well, maybe definitely getting Spider-Man I reckon too. we'll get Spider-Man too. Yeah. Maybe. Wolverine. Well, teasiest of teasy tees mm. for Wolverine. Midnight Suns is probably going to get a whole lot of stuff. We might see the Ubisoft Star Wars game. Oh, yeah, um, that's still happening, isn't it? Yeah, and then there's like a bunch of mobile shine. Mm. Um, so do we hold off any talk of... Nah, fuck it. Let's oh, do it. Wait, do it. <laughs> That'll be its own thing. That'll be its own episode. Who doesn't love uh, talk amongst yourself? Um, who doesn't like logos? <laughs> <laughs> so, Uno Momentum. So, well, phase six is quick because we're going to have more about that D23. Yeah. It starts with a Fantastic Four movie it and ends with back-to-back Avengers movies. Which Wait, is... Back-to-back? No, there's one in between, isn't there? There's a movie in between the yes. two, but it's the Kang Dynasty. Hmm. Very much going, here's your new big bad. Yes. And Secret Wars. Ha! Now that the M word's in play, <laughs> yeah. that becomes very fucking interesting. As well as a fantastic four. Are they really going to make us wait until 2026 to pay off introducing the mutants, bringing Doctor Doom into the vault? Fuck yeah, they are. Oh, fair play. Where are the mutants? <laughs> when are we going to get to the mutant factory? <laughs> I don't give a shit about all the other ones. Give me a fucking over it. Right, I have no doubt. It seemed like it has to be, there's going to have to be a mutant phase at some point. Right. What else is there on the horizon outside of a reboot, which Secret Wars could kind of do. And I don't think they want to do that because I'll piss a lot of people off if they then bring back dead people or recast others. Mm. Like, I don't think people want that. So, they're going to have to do X-Men in a big way. They are. And I really do feel like we're going to start seeding them in with Phase 5 movies and mm. just dropping... I, I'm i not going to put good money on it, but I feel like Storm could show up in Black Panther 2. But it's kind of doing the Ironheart thing now. I suppose. And I'm like, is it too much to introduce Storm in a movie where we've already got Ironheart, Namor, and how the fuck do we get over Chadwick Boseman? Like, that's already a full movie. Yeah. To be fair, we haven't even talked about the trailer for that. Like, I... I... <laughs> do you know that gif of Alan Pardridge just going, like, just shrugging? I really like the trailer. Really? I really I like the music choices in it. I think it... They're clear... They are doubling down. They could have ignored it or kind of had it in passing, the Chadwick Boseman thing, mm. or they could make it the entire crux of the movie. And it's the second one. And I... I that's bold. That's mm. interesting. To a character we won't have watched die. Yeah. Like, last, so, last we saw him, he was fine. So, this is... This is something else. I'm still worried. Like, because it just, I, I just don't know how you make a good movie out of that setup. It seemed like it was just, a, unfortunately, a very cursed movie. Mm. But, I don't know, I kind of liked it. Namor looks cool, which is not a feat I thought humanity was capable of doing, was they, making Namor look cool. Yeah, they went the Aquaman route, didn't they? Yeah. Which makes sense, I Big suppose. Big buff Aztec dude in fucking headdress. Mm. Like, it looks fucking dope. Um, cool. So, phase five. Yes. Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. Definitely get in... Um, Kang. Kang is the big bad. Although it looks like MODOK is going to be... Yeah, it's probably not... Probably the actual big threat. Yeah, it's not come out. There are no images of it. People are saying MODOK was in the trailer, but it's not comics MODOK. No. It is... He's a robot. A third theory of it will be... He will be a robot in the shape of MODOK. Mm. Until near the end when... 
it pops off. A thing will come off and then you will the actual motor. That'll um, be fine. I'll be fine with that. So I think it's going to be like a Roland the Accuser um, Thanos thing where like Kang is the bad guy, mm. but Modoc's like the tip of the sword, like the actual thing that Ant-Man's going to be dealing with. Because sure. if they show Ant-Man and the Wasp in any way to be able to handle Kang, then what is the point? Yeah. So he's probably going to be shadowy man on a chair somewhere. Um, although he does have infinite variants, so they could just kill one Kang. Fuck it, Modoc could be a variant. That could work. Just do that. That could That's work. That's okay. Um, we see, I think, Statue was in the trailer. Statue was in the promotional art. Promotional art. That's it, it sure is a purple Ant-Man suit. I, I guess I, I didn't know what to expect, considering that the, the Wasp helmet was literally the same helmet. Yeah. But at least the Wasp looks visually different. Yeah, she really doesn't. I don't know how they're going to be able to differentiate it. I mean, I like the actress, so... I think that's... I mean, I like the actress, for sure, absolutely. But, like, is it Catherine Newton? That's her, yes. From Detective Pikachu? Yes. That's the one. That's her. Like, yeah, I like her, but do what they do in the comic books. It's what makes Stature different is the fact that she can do the size manipulation without having to wear a big fucking suit. So ah, that would have been interesting. Um, we, right, now, I will point out, we saw non... Phase 5 was, like, an entry of logos. Yep. Like, they saw an Ant-Man working trailer, but that was it. I think we get that with Black Panther... Um, come the end of the year, we'll get the first trailer. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd afford so. Um, but coming next year as well, we have Gardens of Galaxy Volume 3. Which they did show a trailer for. Did they? And a precisely six seconds of it has leaked. Ah. So I've seen six seconds of it. What was in that six seconds? Baby Rocket! Yep. Oh, yeah, because we've got um, High Evolutionary. Yes, played by uh, Mern from Peacemaker. Peter from Peacemaker, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about that to be, honest. and I like the design of because uh, he, he did a, a low key 2012 thing where like he came out on stage. Did he? In there is footage of this. Oh, okay, he came out on stage in character of the High Evolutionary face showing or like High Evolutionary full purple thing. So completely purple costume, right? Um, but the change they've made is that his head, like the back of it, yes, is all like circuitry and molded metal Ooh, and shit. Low bot shit. Low bot shit. Okay. and then like. They've make hooked like hooks round this, and his face is like hooked back onto it, like a skin thing from Doctor Who. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I've got an image of it. I'll have or, to show it here. Or, or Vincent D'Onofrio from Men in Black. There. <laughs> <laughs> if it was that, I would have been all the fucking. But has Kingpin ever said there is that better? Because I really want that to happen. <laughs> it's so funny. There is that better, Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> I'm sure I've got this picture of it. I know I saved it somewhere. But then again, I did have to completely reboot my phone, so I might not have it. Uh, what? Oh, this is a saga. Uh, the inside... I have the stupid foldy phone, everybody. Did you know? Oh, he um, was big on the big foldy phone beforehand. Yeah, I still love it. The inside screen went weird. and like, Because you know it's an OLED screen, so like that's actually... The black pixels on this are turned off right, rather okay. than displaying black. Right. It wouldn't do that, and it was all grey and washed out. Hey. So a man came to my house, parked up a van on the driveway, and fixed it the fuck there. Samsung is next fucking level. Damn, all right. They didn't do what, what happened when I had to go and get an iPhone repaired at the Genius Bar, wait 45 minutes in the fucking Apple store to go to the camera and say, this is what's wrong. Oh, take my phone, put a new one on the <laughs> screen. There you go. <laughs> 
Genius, mate, yeah? <laughs> yeah, genius. Just give him another one. Oh, fuck yes, Brown cannot give another one. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that that is what they do, but no, they like hand this thing apart. They fix, they, so they replace the inside screen, but in the process of taking the inside screen out, he broke the outside screen. So he had to replace that, but in the process of replacing that, he pierced the battery, so he had to replace those. I basically had a new phone for nothing. It's dope. It's okay, we can rebuild him. <laughs> we um, have the technology. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I've got to find the high evolutionary version. Well, yeah, so we've seen it. It's very much... They've kind of made Rocket the main character now. Well, that was, like, the plan, though, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, even from where it seemed like Jane Gunn wasn't going to do it, it kind of came out, well, Rocket was going to be the focus of a third one. And that is exactly what they've done. So it is uh, the, the 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 flashback scene that's leaked is the creation of Rocket. So like the hand of the high evolutionary coming into a mm. cage where there's a baby raccoon looking fucking terrified. Right. Um, I see. I question like, great Rocket's getting a movie, but like this is almost definitively going to be the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie at the very least. With the this last team. one for the last team, because Dave Bautista, not a fan of subtlety. Now he's like, yep. That's me, done. I am gone. Bye. <laughs> Off to do some shit. <laughs> yep, really is that. Um, well, he's retired from wrestling, so he's not coming back to that. Triple H retired him at WrestleMania a few years ago. Pull the fucking nose to death of his nose. Maybe he'll make it. more weird fucking uh, Army of the Dead movies. Why Who knows? Not? Here we go. Here. Oh, that's terrible quality. God damn it. Okay. No, that's not too bad. That is the High Evolutionary. Uh, oh. That's a fucking choice. It's a choice, right? It is a choice. Okay, I can get into that. God, he does not look like himself, does he? No, um, he does not. <laughs> was there any footage leaked of your boy Adam Warlock? No. Right. They did not. They showed one shot of him in the trailer. Right. But that has not yet leaked. Right. But, appar- but apparently, dude's jacked, so... Yeah, he looks like he got himself in, fucking, yeah. he got himself in that Thor shape. Yeah. <laughs> what, Dorito? Yes, basically. <laughs> In his leg, they're like Jack from fucking Tekken. He's oh, hard, baby. Oh, hard. Oh, boy. Um, lovely. Uh, right, the Marvels is also next year. Yep, that, um, that sure is a thing that's happening. I have no further comment. Um, well, this is a nice segue into something else we need to talk about. It is. So we can talk about Miss Marvel. We are. Uh, because you've never caught up. I have. Watched all of it. I liked it. That had two solid episodes and the rest was disappointing. The Pakistan episode, yeah, the Red Daggers, yeah. Cool. Oh my god, like the I'm so in on the Red oh, Daggers. I'm so goddamn cool. Um, <laughs> I, I think <clears throat> casting wise, I think they've absolutely fucking nailed Kamala Khan. Yeah, like could not have gone better. She's a complete nerd fanboy that did you, gets powers. Did yes. you see her interview on New Rockstars? I didn't. That she was more excited to meet um, what's his face from New Rockstars. Adam from New Rockstars. Yeah, um, <laughs> Is it Adam? No. God, I've seen that insane... Hi, I'm Eric Voss. Eric Voss. He was, she was more excited to meet him than he was to meet her. <laughs> it's like, have you seen the video where um, Tom Holland and um, Ned... Um, oh, um, Jacob Batlon. Yeah. yeah. They get interviewed by Watch Mojo, and they realise it's the Watch Mojo lady interviewing them. <laughs> I have like, Oh, yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, I said the... the um, Welcome to Watch Mojo. Yeah, and she yeah. does it, and they both go... Oh, <laughs> I'll this is it. what this it. is what makes millennials lose their shit. I know a woman saying welcome to watch Mojo. Anyway, I think that went really well. I liked the story. I like the fact that her family know straight away 
the dad is hella enthusiastic for it, mm. and they don't die. Yeah. It's nice not to have an orphan running around. True. Um, I think they handled the powers fine. Yeah, fine at best. <laughs> like, I'm still I'm not convinced that they're ever going to make Reed Richards work, because his powers just look too doofy. Mm. Like, I just don't think it's ever going to... I'd love to be proven wrong. Don't get me wrong. But I don't see it happening. So making it more the crystallised thing, yeah. essentially she's doing the same it's thing. More co- it's more cosmic flavoured, I guess. Yeah. And that's definitely the route they're going with. It's, it's tying her more into Captain Marvel lore than it was a weird kind of in, um, inhuman thing. Inhuman thing. Um, so I like that. She's a mutant. So we've got our so first like canonical that. one. Yep. Dope. And it's Miss Marvel. And they blame the fucking little now. That's their theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, I liked it. Like, don't get me wrong, I still, we weren't the target audience. No, but... that first episode, I was like, oh, this ain't for me. <laughs> I can see where you took a month and a half to <laughs> get back to. <laughs> but I liked it. I, I think it was, I, I, there's several Marvel shows I prefer it to. Yes. There's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. Obviously, it's now Moon Knight, but nothing's going to be a Moon Knight. No. Um, and then, yeah, the, the post-credit tease of, Again, I feel bad that people aren't going to know what the hell is happening in the Marvels unless they've watched this. Yeah. Like, who the fuck is this Asian girl and why the fuck is she in space and why the, why the hell is Carol Danvers in New Jersey now? Yeah. Like, so it's kind of it's kind of going to be a little bit like uh, how Multiverse of Madness was received with America Chavez's backstory being a bee. Yes. Um, if you don't watch this show, the Marvels is going to make no fucking sense to you. Not a hope. Because um, you also have to watch WandaVision to know who Monica Rambeau yeah, is. So yeah. They're doing it to themselves. Yep. Doing it to themselves. Um, (laughs) This is not us now. This is not us now. Uh, Blade is the only thing revealed for next year. Now, this is beginning to the point where they've literally revealed fuck all. Yeah. Blade is coming next year. Get hype. Captain America New World Order is coming 2024. Get hyped. (laughs) Sam Wilson is Captain America. Yep. Thunderbolts, on the other hand. Yes. Hello. That's interesting. The speculation on who's going to be in it is half the fun. Yeah. So they haven't. They've literally announced nobody, mm. but they've been seeding this for a while. Oh yeah, we basically so, know it's Florence Pugh as yes. uh, not yeah, uh, Elena Belova, US agent Wyatt Russell, yes. um, potentially Abomination. So another yes. Tim Roth come back because he's certainly open to it. I mean, he's in She-Hulk, right? The fudge now. So yeah. I would hope so. Um, you'd have to think Julia Louise. Dreyfus' yeah, yeah. Val is going to be in it. Yeah. Um, there's a few that I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So Zemo, you'd think, because he's canonically the head of the Thunderbolts mm. in some iterations, at least the original one he was. Potentially Ross, if you got William Hurt back. He's dead. He's dead? William Hurt's dead? William Hurt's dead. Oh, fuck. I didn't know William Hurt was dead. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm not making that up, am I? William Hurt. Yep, was an actor. Yeah, William Hurt died. When did he die? Uh, William Hurt died. It was recently, oh, okay. like in the last six months or so. Not like he's been dead a year. And I no, just well, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> that's not hedge your bet for you. <laughs> Sorry, this okay. reminds well, me that's when, not happening. <laughs> this reminds me of when uh, my wife and my brother both went, oh, I'd love to hear some new Linkin Park stuff. I went, oh, no. Yeah, Chester Pennington's dead, right? <laughs> went, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oops. Um, right. Wikipedia, for some reason, doesn't want to load William Hurt. Hang on, but you can still have Martin Freeman. Oh, yeah, you can get, um, what was his name? Everett. Yeah, Ross. Everett Ross. Oh, wait, was he related to General Ross? 
I think that was the point, right? I mean, two people can have the same last name. That's true. They're literally named after a footballer, so... Um, yeah, but admittedly, I don't show up on the same programmes as him, so... No, you know. <laughs> your daughter wasn't on Love Island, so no. I've got that going for you. No. Right, I cannot figure out, because my phone stopped working, when William Hurt died, but bear with... Um, oh, there we go, there we go, there we go, here we go, here we go. Uh, he died God, March. March, yes. okay. Uh, anyway, so um, Ghost from Ant-Man 2 was pitched. I was like, okay, that, that could work. a somewhat interesting character, that could work. Um, so on and so forth. So that's in that's a new IP. That's it's going to have a, a bunch of returning characters, but at least that could be interesting. Yeah, I'd say like what am I most looking forward to from Phase Four? That's all the films I think. Would they be so daring as to make this a Suicide Suicide Squad type movie where members just fucking die on the first mission? I I know this isn't that kind of franchise, if, but you know, well. They haven't been afraid of killing some people. Like, That's true. So I, I think if if you like, Abomination is the big like he hasn't he wasn't in the Marvel movie for near on fifteen years and then shows up in She Hulk and it's also in She Hulk. So what, oh, and uh, Shang Chi. Yes. So what narrative purpose does he have left to do when yeah. he just die and add to the film that way? Like, I'd think Yelena Blova's safe, because mm. I think she's your gateway into a Young Avengers movie, which yeah. I have every faith will be announced at um, D23. Mm. Um, that's the pitch episode I was going to mention. Oh. By the time D23 comes out, as long as it's still logos, we should definitely pitch Faith Eyes and Six. Yeah, okay. We've done it before, we'll do it again. Why? Um, <laughs> that's a threat. It is. <laughs> so, I'd say, if all the ones are named... Is Thunderbolt someone looking forward to most? Oh, Blade's right there. It is Blade, and it is Mahershala Ali, who's great. So it's you probably going to be Kit Harrington as the Black Knight as well. Yeah, it might just be a movie of him dragging the Black Knight to yeah. and fro. So if they're going to get Moon Knight into anything, it's that. If they're going to get Punisher into anything, and they're not going like Marvel Knights. What was it? Oh, yeah, the rumors are circulating the dead. The the one project everybody's looking forward to, Dead oh, yeah. Daredevil Born Again, <laughs> is is bringing back Foggy, Karen, Punisher, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage. Now, Luke and Cage, not Iron Fist. Not Iron Fist. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> Fuck that guy. I, see, Luke Cage is the only one I hadn't seen like confirmed or speculated about. I mean, these haven't been confirmed, but yeah, I had seen Punisher and Jessica Jones. I'm like. I don't even need Jessica Jones necessarily. Like, Kirsten it's was nice, good, nice. But as long as Frank Castle's back, I think that's the interesting thing. The the, the rumors have been um, Deborah Deborah Ann Wall is back as as Karen as, as Karen. Um, Christopher Shaw is back as Jessica Jones. But then it says Punisher and Luke Cage are coming, and it's like. I need you to say John You need Burnthal. to say John Burnthal. I need you to say the words John Burnthal and then we're fine. We've got everything we need from Netflix. It's all good. Look, if um, you want true variety in the MCU, you need angry head rubbing. It, it needs to be done. The geezer playing Bullseye can come back as well. I'd be okay with that. He was a but good... But as Bullseye. Yes. I completely forgot his name was Bill Poindexter. Yeah. <laughs> when he was mentioned again in my rewatching of season three, I went... Did forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> thing is, he doesn't have a name in the comic books. You could have picked any fucking name. This is a Ralph Boner situation. <laughs> I'm sure nobody will laugh at your name, Mr. Glasscock. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Simpsons quote for everything. Right, um, so yeah, TV series. Secret Invasion is next year. I thought they might sneak that in at the end of the year, but it seems I like... I thought we might get a fucking trailer, but more times. Um, 
We haven't a name, we haven't talked about the Marvel problem no. that's now come out of. Turns out no one likes working the room for visual effects. Mm. And their solution, at least the one I saw, like I don't know how verified this was, was not to get better, it was just to fuck it, we'll make our own. Yeah. <laughs> Screw it. We'll just make ILM two point oh, we'll just we'll just abuse them. It's in house then, it's fine. So maybe they, they hopefully it's a sign of right, we could have pushed out by the end of the year. Mm. But maybe we should treat our well, not employees, but uh, uh, contractors better and give them more time to make everyone a fucking scroll. Um, so that's Secret Invasion. That's next year. Echo is next year. It is, with more Daredevil. <laughs> I saw, like, the piffy post, like, people need to remember this is an Echo series and not just a Daredevil or, or, or Kingpin series. And I'm like, just be thankful we're excited at all. Yeah, yeah. you announced the two people we want to see. Don't wrong. I would love nothing more than Echo Season 1 to be excellent and brilliant and to be a brand new character and be really excited for it. But I can't say that was the worst bit of Hawkeye. Yeah. Because Hawkeye is his biggest flaw by a country fucking mile. So, <laughs> no. Loki Season 2. Yes. Set photos have started coming out. They have. Uh, where they're eating at a 90s McDonald's mm. and Sylvie has an appropriate woman mullet going on. Yeah. So, aye. All for that. Um, Ironheart. I've se- have you seen the leaks of the costume? I have. It's very Mark One. Very bulky, isn't it? I'm assuming that the, we, we then get the slimmed down, more feminine Iron Man suit in the series. I'd have thought so. The one from the books, which I fucking hate. So you know, you really are really ruined, do you? <sighs> maybe they'll maybe they'll fix her in, in Black Panther yeah. two, but you can't get around the fact of fifteen year old builds the Iron Man suit. Yeah. that is kind of inherently fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it is mad that she made live action before Miles has. Oh, th- oh, that's got me right in the heart. <laughs> sorry about that. And the Nova kid that they introduced at the same time, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry about that, kid. Mm. Uh, don't worry, Agatha Chaos, Coven of Chaos soon. It's should, not called House it. of Harkness anymore. Yeah, I, I preferred House of Harkness, to be yeah. honest. But I guess no one knew what the fuck a House of Harkness was, so we had to Because they with... didn't know Agatha's last yeah. name. Yeah, <laughs> Coven of Chaos. Dead old born again. It's twenty. It's two. It's uh, eighteen. It's eighteen fucking episodes. <laughs> it's an actual TV show. <laughs> <laughs> they are banking so hard on dead. My my worry is none of the Netflix shows were able to sustain ten episodes other than Daredevil. Yep. They all had dips in them somewhere. Yeah. A dip that long cannot cannot help an eighteen episode season. You've got to really plan that thing out. Yep. So I don't know. I'm just happy. <laughs> the only two that did it were WandaVision and Moon Knight, and the rest had a dip. So that's not good. Just about. Just about made through, yeah. But uh, we shall see. I would be surprised if that season order comes down. Unless it's already written at this point, and they're like, oh, no, this season. Uh, or maybe they split it into two. Oh, yeah. I'd I, I put my house on them having, like, a spring and an autumn yeah. Cut for that. Yeah. Like, um, you get to episode nine, and then it's yeah, like, oh, no, Dead Devil's in trouble. And then, like, back yeah. end of it is, here comes the know, Punisher or something. He's always in trouble. He got buried under a 20-foot, 30-story building and was just fine. Got out with nothing but anger and dragon yes. bones. Very much killed Electro, we think, but no, Matt Murdock was fine. He happened to fit down the one sewage pipe that was in the building <laughs> and just came out in a river. And now he's all angry at God. Season three. <laughs> yeah, fucking dope. Um, okay. Right. We are all over the shop at this point. Yeah. Um, let's, let's, let's steer. This is very scat shop. Steer back. Steer back. So um, we talked about a Disney Plus series there. We did. Should we talk? Oh, there was also another Marvel 
Disney Plus show, kind of. Was that? I am Groot. Oh, the shorts. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll review that. Sure. They were fine. They were there. I quite the, liked them. The rocket one was nice. The rocket one was rocket nice. turned up and yeah. gave some context. They're, they're three min- like <laughs> this. The, there was a fantastic Spider-Man meme. And it was the... Because all of them, like, say, six-minute run time. Yes. They last for three, and the credits are another three. Ah. Uh, so I was like, six minutes? No, no, three minutes. You said six. And it's, the, it's, it's Toby in the wrestling thing. Oh. <laughs> Fucking perfect. So, yeah, they're very, very short. I am surprised it's taking them this long to come out. But there is six of them? Five of them? Yeah, six. 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 Oh, well. An amount. There's there's an um, an amount less than seven. Yes. Of them, they're perfectly fine. They're very funny little shorts. Like they do get a good chuckle out of you there during the runtime. They do for me. I'm more susceptible to this bullshit though because I love the Guardians. Yeah, fair. But yeah, I mean, it was a bunch of short movies. This could have been a YouTube thing, but instead we have to pay a premium subscription. Right. Many of you are like, oh no, I love Groot. I want to watch these, and then <laughs> twenty minutes later, you're like, oh. I'm done. It's over. <laughs> a lot of people look pissed. Um, okay, so, uh, now, Only Murders in the Building is another thing on Disney Plus which I haven't got around to watching yet. I have. Ooh, season two. Season one. What do you think? I have, don't like it. Really? I really don't like it. I do kind of like it. I, I was sold on the, it's, you know, it's um, uh, Steve Martin and Martin short yep. thing. And Selena Gomez is playing a very one-note character in that series. She's yeah. Yeah. I don't get that casted still. I don't understand it. You know who appeals to the young kids? <laughs> Steve <laughs> Martin and Martin Shorts. Don't oh, understand well. it. I enjoy it. I mean, I'm looking forward to season two, but he's very much at the bottom of the pile, I think. The, like, the oh. setup is fun, but the execution is very... It does drag. It's very married with children level of humour at points, and I'm just, yeah. I just can't get on board. I might watch season two if I'm a glutton for punishment, but... Season one was enough for me. I imagine you. there's better ways to spend your time. Um, speaking of which, do you want to do... Now, we have three big major TV shows. We do. You haven't watched Stranger Things. I haven't. So I might use that as the mood boost in the middle to, to yeah. cleanse the palate. Um, do you want to talk about The Boys? Let's do The Boys Let's first. do The Boys. Um, A excellent scene. Finally caught up. <laughs> yes, finally. Because I hadn't watched it. Oh, um, you've had the fucking uh, mainline stuff, right? Okay, so you... like, I'm I'm still coming off the back of Stormfront as well, so it's like, oh damn, mm. oh it's so good, isn't it? How is it? How, like, I love the comic book, right? And it's better. I've heard that it's so much better. Over. Like, considering that the the previous Garth Ennis thing to be adapted was Preacher, which yeah. was so different from the book. And so had Seth Rogen's fingerprints all over it. Yeah. And just didn't fucking work. This changes some things. Yes. You know, Huey's not a Scottish person. No. But fuck me, is it good? So good. They have nailed Homelander. Like, I'm talking generally about the series now. They have nailed Homelander. They uh-huh. have nailed Billy Butcher, even though that accent is very weird. It, it, what is it? Because when <laughs> I watch season it, one... I think it's meant to be cockney. What? I don't know. I feel like that's the intention, but like... I went through the whole first season of going, but it, right, whenever I hear an English accent, or a, a person speaking English, and I can't quite decide for what the accent is, mm. my default is, is he South African? <laughs> like, is, he, is he speaking in a South African accent I just don't understand? 
what is going on. But yeah, I think it's meant to be... Co- it gets better every season. It does. It gets better as a strong word. It gets more consistent every season. <laughs> but um, yeah, the the that aside, there's very little I have bad to say about the series. Occasionally, like, it, it just goes for the gore and the gross outs and, mm. and all that stuff just to like... I mean, season know. three opens with that. Oh, Good God, does it open with that? <laughs> and yeah. opening is the pr- pr- oh, primary word. Good God. In that sentence. It didn't, didn't cheap out on Hero Gasm either, does it? No. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to get through it because the Hero Gasm run of the books is like one of the most shocking things a comic book has ever done. So to see it come to life in, in, in the way that they did bring it to life. Mm. There was elements of disappointment. Really? Elements. Okay. Obviously they didn't they didn't cheap out on the gross side of it. No, they which did I appreciated not. it. They 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 downplayed the scale of it quite a bit. Right. In the books. Okay, we have to I have to discuss uh superhero orgy. Um in the books they they set it up as Oh, we've got to go into space to fight aliens. Right. Uh, everybody's leaving on a, on a rocket ship. Bye-bye. 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 And they go to a private island where it's literally like an entire fuck resort. Oh. And you get a lot more, obviously because it's a comic book, you can do a lot more visually. So like there's like giant superheroes with yeah big bulging penises yes. and all manner of debauchery. Okay. And obviously there's, there's, there's Soldier Boy's place in that book is as a side character yeah. who, and there's kind of no two ways to mince this, get sodomized by Homelander. So oh. it's a much darker book right. uh, and also a lot more zany, you know. Right. This is a version of that, yes. but they've made Soldier Boy a fucking way better character. Oh, yeah. Fuck me dead. I, I should have had hope in the, in the supernatural guy, but I didn't see it coming and... Yes, loved it. Really? But kind of confining Herogasm to one shitty house was a little bit disappointing to me. But that's because it's such a famous and kind of... When they said, we're doing Herogasm... Everyone went, how? (laughs) Why? (laughs) They found a way. I just don't feel like it's... Maybe Amazon didn't want it to be that shocking. Fair enough to them, I guess. And I, I understand it. I mean, you say that like we didn't just have to mince around the fact that in the first scene you see a man run into a jack, like into the end of the <laughs> Yep. Like, oh boy. Yep. Um, that's that's a start, and then try and jump into French's ass. <laughs> Guy for my ass. <laughs> God, I want him to be my Gambit. Oh boy, no, I want he would to be, be Gambit. such a good Gambit. He's too short. Really? Because I imagine whoever's going to be Wolverine, I can't have Gambit be shorter than Wolverine. It didn't work. But. Yeah, but, you know, they made the the dwarf shorter in... Uh, sorry, the hobbits and dwarves shorter in Lord of the Rings. So they could make him taller. They could make him Who taller. Who might to be sizest? Um, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is a royal short ass, and he's Iron Man. That's a very good point. Yeah, Frenchie for Gambit. I, I endorse yes. that wholeheartedly. Yeah, the, the, the new season, like, there's... Oh, he's just going from strength to strength. I really didn't think they were going to top the last one, and yet... Here we are. Like they're making Huey a bit insufferable. Um, yeah, and I feel like he's losing his everyman charm. But maybe that's like they realise that's diminishing returns on that. They've got to do something with him that can't just be wide-eyed optimism, I guess. But the, the, the I think the problem with that is that if you know where the books went, yes, you've kind of got to keep that right momentum up to. There will be a point where this falls apart. Right. Okay. So that's the. Um, 
I'm not going to tell you too much about the ending because no doubt they'll do it in a series. Mm. But you know the change that they've made in this with the the temporary powers yes. thing uh, is not what they do in the books. Right. They still get powers, right? But against Garth Ennis, it takes it to the absolute logical extreme, and you know there's a lot more impalings. But as you do, as you do. but what they got right in this season, what they've been getting right since season two, mm. is that Billy Butcher. And Huey are two people on the same path with incredibly different ideals. Yes. And how that will eventually explode. So they've been doing that wholly right, even though right now they are working as a unit. And in, yes. in the Herogasm episode, yes. boy, do they work as a fucking oh, unit. Yeah. But it's you've still got that tension simmering away, and I really like how yes. they're doing that. Uh, I appreciate, without giving the game away, spoilers, they find a way to put a timer on things at the end of this season. Yes. I was like, we do not have infinite time and infinite series to wrap this up. we we, we got to start driving towards a finish at some point. Because mm-hmm. that can be the death of even the best TV series of just, if it goes on and on and on and on, it, it will Game of Thrones itself eventually. Yeah. So you need to avoid that. For the order people, the audience, it will lost itself. It will lost itself. Um, so, yep, yeah, nothing but praise for that. It, it is a real hard pick of what's going to be the best TV show of the year. Right. It is a complete three-way dead heat at the moment <laughs> um, between Stranger Things, The Boys, and Umbrella Academy. I have heard nothing but unbridled praise for Stranger Things. Oh, Michael. But I'm still not done with season three. Oh, wow, okay. And and I know, I know about an Eddie Munson, and I know he's supposed to be the greatest goddamn thing. I know about... Purely because of pop culture, the the 80s music is back in, which is great. But I don't know what's coming, Darren. <laughs> you do not. Oh, I know about a Vecna. Right. And I think I've seen pictures of him looking like some kind of demonic fetus. Do you know about a Master of Puppets? Uh, and I know it's used in the last episode. Uh, basically, just amazing that Eddie Munson learnt the chords for Master of Puppets in two and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst all the Stranger Things stuff was basically going on. Basically had it nailed without the internet. <laughs> Have you seen somebody made a British version called Bit Odd, in it? <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. It is... Well, well, you haven't seen so I'm just going to do it, but it is... I think that's probably the front runner because it's the best... It's definitively the best season since the first one. Okay. Calling it the best one ever, I think, is a touch too strong because of just how good the first season was. Mm. But it's definitely the strongest one of the of them all. Like, so this is this is more season one than season two, which I'm glad to hear. It is. They it's almost the opposite of season one in that they split everybody off for the majority of the series. Like Mike, um, uh, Balkhead, uh, Will, Will, and Eleven are off over there. Mm. Um, a Hopper and and. The lure all over there, and um, you've got everyone back in um, in Hawkins, Hawkins, and so on and so forth. I think there's like four parallel stories happening. I, I only need to know where Responsible Steve is. Responsible Steve is in Hawkins. He's dealing with uh, Nancy and Robin and the kids. Um, so yeah, he's. It's not the. It's not like Steve doesn't have a. He didn't have a bad season, but I wouldn't say it's his best. No. It's still just more Steve. Um, responsible Steve. Responsible Steve. Um, he's having a great time. It, it, everyone's good. The action's great. It feels like it's. It, it feels like it's paying off plot threads that you didn't even know it needed to pay off. Ooh. I've like seen stuff and go, oh, that never makes sense because of this. So it feels like it's it's 
It's breath of the wild in things. It's bringing everything towards a focal point so then we can go and finish it next cool. season. Because it's the last one next season. It, it appears so, yeah. So they... I mean, they'll fucking spin this thing off for ad nauseum forever. Oh, yeah. But, like, it feels like... It... it, it, it to set if, it for a final if season... If this doesn't finish with, like, Steve, Nancy, Jonathan, etc. Yeah. getting into a van and solving mysteries... What was the fucking point? Yeah. I agree. <laughs> like, yeah, it's 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 so well-primed for season five in, like, an immediacy point of view. Like, like all the characters are here, all the characters are now, we, we know what the end game is now. So it, it's, it's oh, it's exciting for season I'm tempted, season five. I don't want to spoil myself, but I'm tempted to ask about those last episodes because they are two and a half hours long. Oh, they are movies. They don't feel like they're two and a half hours, admittedly. Mm. It, it is more of a, fucking right, we have to decide when we're going to watch this. We can't say, yeah, do you want to find a strange thing? You've got to plan that shit. Mm. But it's worth it. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we get to season six and like, they'll do like a TV format for the first half. And then, like, the last five episodes are all movies. Like, that would not surprise me in the slightest. Right. No. So, I believe the order I watched them in was Strange Things went first, then The Boys, and then Umbrella Academy went third. Yeah. Now, that is not to diminish how much I love Umbrella Academy. That is the exact reverse order I'm doing it. Really? Yeah. Umbrella Academy first. Yes. Then then, then I've just got through The Boys, uh-huh. and, and now I'm now going to start Strange Things. So, I don't think... It much in the same way as Strange Things that I don't think the Umbrella Academy Season 3 was the best series. It's been incredibly fun, It's still Umbrella Academy. Oh, is the thing. It's still good. great. They There's something really magical about the cast mm. of how much they feel like siblings. Mm. Of just how well they've made these people who... Because usually when you get that, it's because they're playing siblings who look like each other. These are adopted siblings. But all of the joy of the show... Is just spending time with these characters yeah. and seeing the callbacks and the relationships and all that jazz. Yeah. That you don't even need all the set dressings of like the big sci-fi stuff and all that jazz. Just seeing the interplay between all of them. Yeah. Like all of them are interesting pairings whenever they go off of each other. Mm. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> like, I, I love that they've made Luther has got progressively dumber with each season. <laughs> yeah. He really is Monkey Man in this season. I feel season. like he was a little like. You know, he wasn't the smartest person in the world in season one, but in this one, he's just Homer Simpson. He's just a big doofus. <laughs> he's like dumber than a bag of rocks, and but it works. Yeah, as I say, weirdly, it, that decision has paid off, though, because oh, yeah. he gets a great arc in this season. I like to. Does. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah, I take that immediately back. Yeah, somebody does not get a good arc somebody in this season. Morgan doesn't. Like, they're, the they're Vanya so- problem is no more, mm. it's moved. Yeah. There's some inconsistencies just because of the time frame we're working with that characters will have a oh, fucking hell, you know, and then two seasons later, which in universe is maybe two days, mm. they're literally like, you're my best friend and I love you and I'll always love you. Yep. Like, that, that's the only... I think that's what will keep it off the top spot mm. is that there is there's annoyances in here that they never derail things, but they certainly do take the edge off. But yeah... Shall we talk about her? Shall we? Oh, Alison's... What the fuck is she doing this season? I don't know. She's going through a crawling in my skin phase, <laughs> and it's just... I don't know what... She's just so angry about everything. But, like, that's believable. Her character motivations are believable. Like, sure. Why is she the only one losing everything? Why is she the only one being angry for losing everything when everybody else has already lost a lot? That's, like... I, I refer you back to Klaus season one. 
who went through some fucking shit. Yeah. Like, I don't think that any of the setup and any of the narrative really is bad. It's, it's just that it's not enjoyable. Yeah. And I don't mean, like, it has to be funny. That's not what I mean here. Like, it has to be narratively interesting. You have to be going, like, oh, I wonder what this means for this character. What will this mean? But she's just not fun to watch. You no. just like whenever she turns up, you're like, oh god, I spent time with Allison. Like, and it and because her motivations, whilst I'm, like understandable, aren't all that interesting. Yeah, especially her conflict with Victor. Because the payoff to that, when you think about it, does not work. No, and when you think because she's getting mad about somebody she's never met. Yeah, and it's just like at least Klaus tried to find his biological mother. And maybe it's a problem of well, everyone else is having fun and everyone else is a fun character mm. that by comparison doesn't work. Like, I don't think it's as bad as, um, like, it's not Scarlet in Breaking Bad. No. It's a bad. Yeah. That, like, you know, you've completely turned it. I think it can be easily, it only takes a few tweaks for this to work better in season four. Yeah. Because um, narrative, they do leave her in a very interesting place. They do, and it's now we're at the other end of the comic books. Yes, we're in original script territory. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Is that Game of Thrones season five? <laughs> let's make sure the wheels are on. <laughs> like the the they they move the burden of like well they're going to be sad about their situation from her to someone else. Mm. So that should be interesting. Um, but yeah, funny season. Uh, the the introduction of the Sparrow Academy. It's. I mean, it's got a great opening scene. Oh, it does have a brilliant. <laughs> like they, they will determine to top the dance scene from season one. And yeah, ad nauseum. Absolutely determined. Oh it yeah, it really worked for me. Um, it's hit and miss with the Sparrow Academy. I felt they could have done a lot more. Yeah, the power sets are interesting, but like They're barely used though. Like, right outside of Sloan, I yes. feel like it's never touched. Like, so you've got. You've got your yeah, number one. I can't remember what his name was. He's the, the big toe. He's just strength. He's just Luther. He's 2. just 2. yeah, Luther with discipline. Yes. Basically, you've got uh, Crow Lady. Yes, number three. Oh wait, who's number two? Two's um, uh, just Justin Lin. What's his name? Of his character again? Oh Ben. Ben. Oh Ben's number two. Yes. Yeah. So Kraken. He's back. Uh, yeah. He's alive now. Yeah. Crow Lady's number three. Mm-hmm. You can see through her crows, but that's a that's a thing. That's a. Who's four? I think four Sloan. Four Sloan. Is five the cube? I think the cube's six. Five is the weird dude who can redirect attacks. uh, He's got like a Spanish name, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, He's not Diego, but he's he's a a a kind of thing. I'm going to look it up. You look it up. Uh, Six is a cube. Yep. And then seven is (laughs) Cobra. Yep. I spit at you. Um, I feel like they really could have use their powers more because they like by the time but that's true of the entire season by the time like we're halfway through the season no one's really using their powers like Luther yeah. isn't throwing stuff they only occasionally feel the need to do the I am the rumour stuff I think she says I am a rumour maybe I heard a rumour not I am the rumor. <laughs> I am the <laughs> <laughs> we don't often make a Beatles joke, but when we, we do, um, I think she says it maybe five times the whole season. It, it's a choice, isn't it? Um, like, and the scenes where she does do it, yeah, have real weight, yeah. But it's not how it was in season no. one. Diego, I mean, he's got ill-defined powers at the best of times. Is he super accurate? Is he a bullseye type, or is he just 
good at night. Mm. Five tends to use his quite a lot. He's always zipping about the place. But anyway... Um, Here we go. So the Sparrows are... So Sparrow 1 is Marcus in yes. strength. Sparrow 4 is Alfonso, That's who's the one who can reflect. Yes, he's uh, it's Sebastian Shaw powers but he actually takes the damage yeah like he gets punched but you do that and your hand goes yes screws screwy um sparrow six is jamie who's the one with the, the hallucinogenic venom uh and i think that's no that's not it of course there's more jesus where are the other sparrows no give me the list bear with me bear the fuck with me just tell me the sparrows please how come you've only listed that many? There's Sloane and there's Crow Lady and... Oh, I can't so remember Crow, Crow Lady's name. This is really disappointing. Whilst you're looking for that, yep. I'll just say, yeah, it's... it's Cotham. There you go. So you've got Faye, who's Sparrow 3, who's Crow Lady. Yes. Sloane is Sparrow 5, who Gravity. She's um, the pair I would pick if I couldn't pick Paul's Time. Yeah. the correct answer. And then obviously... Yeah, so... Ben is Umbrella 6, yes. but Sparrow 2. Right. There you go. Lovely. Um, yeah, it's really Glad we really <laughs> put some time it. into that. It's 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 a good use of the setup, I think, they had at the end of Season 2. Yeah. Um, even though that, you know, the Sparrows could have done more, but every other character... Because I think they're new characters. They're, they're All the returning characters that you maybe haven't seen for a while, mm. they're all in, in new, interesting places. They made Lila bearable. Like... I hated everything. Oh, yeah. I hated everything about um, Vanya and Lila's storylines in season two. Yes, and now Victor and uh, Lila in this season. I really like them. In fact, I think Victor's story. This is very much like a a big excuse me turn of the page for Victor. Yes, in obviously turning more. of the page that worked on so many levels. Oh wow, that really did. That was completely unintentional. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, I God, I should be a fucking critic. <laughs> <laughs> Because obviously they had to deal with the transition of Elliot Page, which they handled. They just went, this is who I am. I was like, cool. And then we didn't have to talk about it again. I find (laughs) out that people find out at different times. Like, I was like, who the fuck is Victor? (laughs) When when, uh, uh, Luther finds out, he's Victor. Oh, that's Van, you know. I was only gone for 24 hours. (laughs) How was that? (laughs) So that was good. Um... But yeah, no, they 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 still they got her with the the white violin powers, but mm. now she's not completely uncontrollable yes. because of something that you didn't expect to pay off in season two, which I won't spoil. Yes. It works, like I said, it 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 has some Achilles heels that I think will hold it. Bronze medal, I think, is going to be its best mm. chance at meddling this year. But yeah, brilliant! I'm, I'm excited for season four. They have confirmed season four, right? They have, yeah, okay. Because with Netflix, you always have to check. Yeah, you like, do. Strange things is fine, but everything else is a bit... It's on the bubble. Mm. Um, good. Okay, I think that was everything we needed to discuss. Um, I have one video game I want to talk about. Okay. Um, so, remember when I played Emerald Kaizo? Yes. I've played Radical Red now. You should get it. It's dope. Is it basically the same thing, but in Pokemon Red? And... It's for Fire Red. Okay. Every Pokemon is available. Okay. Up to and including Gen 8. Oh, shit, really? And Megas, and Dynamax, oh, fuck. and Raid Dens, and everything, but it's still GBA graphics. <laughs> it is dope. Gary is a bastard man. <laughs> I must have taken, I must have reset about 100 times to beat his goddamn team. He's got, uh, he's got Primal Groudon, Eternatus, 
Um, Formosa with Beast Boost. Um, he's got a Mega Metagross. Uh, a Ditto. I don't know why he has a Ditto. <laughs> and another thing that I can't remember. He's fucking solid. <laughs> oh my God. It's not as bad as Emerald Kaizo. Mm. Uh, and I immediately played it on easy mode because it was like, if you play on medium mode, you will not know what EVs and IVs are. It's like, well, no, I don't. <laughs> so I'm fine, thank you. Um, yeah, I could never in a million years nuzlocke that thing, but oh, it's good. Yeah. Oh, get it. Um, and I feel like Nintendo haven't stepped in to stop literally every PokeTuber from playing ROM hacks. Mm. So if Nintendo's okay with it, so am I. Yeah. Um, that's all I'm I'm still trying to play through Assassin's Creed Rogue, but it's taking a fucking while. Um, but off the back of what you were just talking about. Oh, yes. Uh, let's talk Pokemon. Let's talk Pokemon. We had a new trailer that came. What was that for? Oh, we haven't reported on either of the trailers. Yeah. Have we not? No. What was the other one? So the one that revealed uh, the first, well, one of the gyms, the school and Titan. Yes. We haven't talked about that. And also, we've not talked about the new one that showed off Cyclozar. It was just an Axe Q. Yep. Axe with a... I mean, obviously a pre-Evo for the legendaries. No, I don't think he is. So You think not? He. Um, I think because the gimmick is past and future, mm. I think they'll say, this is what Cy- like Coloid on is what Cyclar used to be. It evolved like Darwinism evolved, not Pokemon evolved, into Cyclizard. And then in the future, it's Miraidon. Yes. Okay. So I don't think it's going to evolve. I think it's literally like this is this Pokemon through mm. three different stages. Um, apparently, you can like ride on it. Like it will, you will have three options for your bike, um, which is nice. Um, but yeah, so we saw Satoshian and Fido. I bet you love Fido. I don't love, love it, it, but it's it's a fun pun. Uh, um, I don't think I'll use it because I, I know there's another fairy type in the game I want to use. Oh my god! The if leaks. you look at the leaks. Good God Almighty! Jesus! Actually, was it a fairy type? I wanted. I think it was. I'm all down for whatever the fuck that poison steel type is. Yes, the engine. Yes, it sounds good. They basically the entire Pokedex has leaked. Like images haven't mm. for the most part. One or two have, um, but they. If you listen to Centro leaks, they reckon like they've got not names but types for most things and at least vague descriptions like. There's an Earthworm Pokemon, there's a Chili Pokemon, there's a Dolphin Pokemon, there's a fucking uh, Common Rider Insect Pokemon. I know, I know. And, um, and I, I think it's going to be B-Sharp's evolution. Oh no, it's different. It's just going to be its own thing. Yeah. I don't care what that is, Yes, that's going on my team. Apparently the Dunsparce evolution isn't a dragon type. No. It's that... just a bigger Dunsparce. What's the point? What is the point? That was what was so great about Surfetched. Right? It really was the logical progression. You took Farfetch'd and you made him better. Um, apparently, we're only getting... <laughs> I just remembered, um, he's here and he fucks. Yes. Was our, was our description of Surfetch'd. Oh, I hope we get another one like that this Actually, time. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so the... Oh, God, I was going to say. <laughs> God damn it. Um, it looks like we're only getting four regional variants. Yeah. Which is Wooper. Polly and Wooper, whatever it evolves into. Oh, no, no. Well, that's a new evolution. So, yeah. So, like, in terms of redesigns... A Wooper yep. and three different types of Tauros. For reasons. We're getting that. And Divergence mm. species. Yeah. Which is like a divergent of Diglett that looks like Diglett but is a water type. And Tentacles yeah. getting something similar. Because I guess we've got to give Gen 1 some more love. Um, but it's like, but they've got like so many different fucking things they're playing with. Yes. There's the past future reversions, which 
let's be real, they've not revealed yet. No. They've not talked about well, it. Well, I mean, it's basically an open secret. It's an open secret. So, Paradox Pokemon are the Pokemon that come from the past and the future. Yes. Um, which include our legendaries. It's mm-hmm. kind of in that same vein of, like, our Sogaleo and Lunala Ultra Beasts or are they Pokemon? No, 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 no. Yes. You know, although Ultra Beasts are just Pokemon from a different universe, so... Yeah. Eh. Um, they've got that going on. There's fakes... Regional yes. fakes, which we still don't know what those are. I think those are the divergences. Those are the divergences. Yes. So this is your fake Diglett and your fake Tentacle. Yeah. Um, and then your Paldean forms. And then your terrestrializing. Oh, that looks like the dumbest fucking thing. Although, competitively, I do like the idea of changing type in battle. I, guess. I know it makes a lot of Pokemon far less special. It does. Well, I mean, because that was the thing, right? You've got two options. You can either go the Mega Evolution route or, and the Dynamax, uh, not Dynamax, the Gigantamax route mm. and say, only certain Pokemon get this. And it gives them... Now, it's a chance to shine light on, like, lesser known Pokemon, even the like, cool Mega or whatever. That's fine. Or you go the Z-Move route and say, no, everyone can do it. They've gone that way with terrestrialization. Yeah, it does kind of mean, like, well, no one's really special. Like, they all get the same incredibly dumb-looking hats. Mm. You're a water-type now. You just have a massive fountain on your head. Yeah. You're a fire-type. You've got a whole candelabra on your fucking nub. Oh, it looks so fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, I hope it's like... Because I barely knew... Like, Z-moves Z were very, very rare. Yeah. Like, Dynamax kind of, kind of had to at some point if you yeah. want to fight another Dynamax Pokemon. So hopefully it's something like that, but... We're still not going to get back to the glory of Megas. No, that was such a beautiful concept. We thought they were dumb when... I remember thinking they were dumb when they first came out, but now I really miss them. Right? It gave something else. It, gave, it was at least an interesting design choice. Yeah. Whereas, like... The thing, it's a design choice. You get to make Pokemon look different. And that was why Gigantamax was good. Maybe there'll be a thing in this where there's two levels that everyone can terrestrialise, but only certain people can... Extra special terrestrialize, yeah, terrestrialize or whatever they're going to call it, mm. and they'll get actual new forms or whatever. But but it feels like they've spunked that energy on yeah. whatever the divergent species and paradox Pokemon are. Yes, which again we still kind of don't. I mean, there's a list, but we've we haven't seen them. No, we don't know what happens to them. I don't like the gimmick thing has only been around since Gen Six. Yep, that everything has to introduce a new. I mean, you could say that, like, triple and rotation battles in Gen 5 were that. Oh, and double battles in uh, Ruby Sapphire. Yes, but, I mean, that, that stuck around. Like, thank God they got rid of triple and... Triple, triple weren't bad. I like triple. Rotation, rotation could fuck itself. Dumb as shit. Um, there, is a, there is a fucking... An unskippable trio battle hmm. in black and white that makes it almost impossible to unslot properly. Yeah. Because this geezer just turns up on a motorbike and says, my name is Charles, and then just fucking wipes the floor with no matter <laughs> what you have. I, I've lost so many runs that I don't think I've ever actually got past him, so I've stopped trying to nuzzle black and white now. <laughs> um, so they can die to death. But I don't... Is it necessary? Like, you've got so much innovation in this game of being truly open world, and, and all. they're getting rid of some of the quality of life stuff from Legends Arcus, like apparently you, evolution is spontaneous again, and that so, sucks because I did like being able to choose. That was a more. good new addition. Yeah, like I don't feel it's necessary. If terrestrialization didn't happen in this game, would people still buy it? Yeah, obviously. I mean, it's a Pokemon game. People still yeah. buy it regardless if of what they said. Do. You know what? Mega evolutions are back, 
or Z moves are back, or whatever. We're just dragging something out. I know it's because they want to keep the com- the competitive side fresh, but surely adding a hundred plus new Pokemon is what that's meant to do. Yeah, sure. New abilities, new type combos, new everything. The um, I was hoping for a bit more out of Worlds because Worlds finished this last weekend. I thought yeah. we'd get a new new trailer. And this, but um, the trailer we did get was the one with Cyclozar in it, who has the new ability Shed Tail. Yes, um, you. Was it a move or was it a... I thought it was an ability. It might be an ability. So you can swap out to a Pokemon of your choosing and then still put up a substitute. Which is neat. That's pretty good. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I think we'll probably get another... We haven't had a Nintendo Direct for a while. Yeah. Or at least ones I've given a shit about. Yeah. Um, so that's going up soon. But right, I think that's everything. For the big summer blowout, woohoo! I think it is. I can't I'm think surprised that we kept it in vaguely the length of one episode. Wow! <laughs> to say that there was quite a lot we could have discussed as well. I mean, yes. a, I mean, this isn't counting all the stuff that we have yet to catch up on, which may or may not include. I mean, we didn't talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. That's going to be the end of the year. But like, I still haven't seen the Black Phone, but I've heard incredible mm-hmm. things. Uh, I have not seen. Uh, bullet Train yet but we're going to make Bullet Train's own episode I'm not seeing Nope well. yet and I need nope, to see that same. <laughs> Nope Same uh, <laughs> um, I get it um, but uh, oh, but the gaming world is on fire at the moment well I say the gaming and film world is, is on fire at the moment all the shit we thought we were getting year end oh, just yep, nope. it's run off like a frightened something yep. I don't know Shazam's been moved um, Hogwarts Legacy's been moved yep um, Midnight Suns Midnight Suns has been moved we're not like 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 my game list for the rest of the year is literally Gotham Knights, which I don't think I can bring myself to give a shit about. Skull and Bones, which I know for a certain fact I cannot give a shit about. <laughs> Ragnarok and Pokemon. That's, that's it. it. Like even films, like I like I want to go watch Bullet Train and no, but past that I'm like I don't know what's then coming. Like well, <laughs> Warner Brothers have run out of money, so they can only afford to put on Black Hat. <laughs> yep. They've genuinely, that's the report, they've run out of money. Finally being taken over by Discovery. (laughs) Doesn't help these type of things. Um, So that leaves leaves Black Adam out in October, and then it is uncontested when it gets to December against Disney. Because then you've got Black Panther, Avatar. Warner Brothers aren't making a lot of money this uh, holiday season. No, they are not. Oh, and Hocus Pocus too. Don't forget. Yep. Um, it, it's it's looking barren, so there might be a few more of these wrap up episodes. <laughs> we have got D twenty three coming in about two weeks, I think. Well, probably now. Like you, like we did we say at the top, or did we say before we started recording? There's going to be a Marvel panel, yes, a, a Star, a Star Wars, Wars panel, panel, and a Marvel Star Wars gaming, gaming panel. panel. So you'd like to think. Because we missed E3 this year, that there'll be oh, enough yeah. to make a whole episode of stuff out of that. There wasn't really much to talk about with E3, though. Well, that's what I mean. E3 didn't happen, so yeah. like, usually we get to an E3 wrap-up episode and we yeah. just talk for hours about all the shit we enjoy. So D23 might need to stand in for that for the foreseeable. Yep. Um, your games kind is happening right now, but the Night 1 stuff didn't really do much. Dead Island 2 is here. It's back, and it looks as disappointing as ever. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll have to see like there is a chance we'll get a show uh, Sony uh, stay at play at some point because that's got even longer I think than um, a Nintendo Direct like a proper Nintendo Direct yeah. probably yeah so we're just, we're just we're in a holding pattern at the moment we mm. are Covid has caught up with production and we're in this kind of duh at the moment so 
we haven't done a pitch for a while. We haven't. So hopefully that will be there to fill the gap. Yeah. Um, well, still, we can still do phase five and six. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, am I looking forward to that? I mean, I have to think of a good idea for a Fantastic Four movie, mm. which I don't That's think not I just insert movie Bob Pitch. Basically. Because um, <laughs> that was pretty fucking good. I'm going to have to learn more about Thunderbolts and Blade and everybody else. Too. Mm-hmm. God, I'm going to have to pitch up Marvels. Oh, uh, oh. Will we pitch the TV shows? We'll literally be there all day. It'll have we to can be make a, it a tour. We might have to make it a tour. We have a, a Mike version and a Darren version of everything. Um, oh, yes. Let's do that. That sounds interesting. Are we allowed to deviate from the path? Not if it's post D23. No, I think oh, we'll, okay. have to, we'll, we'll have to stick to what If, if D23 just reveals everything... There's kind of no point. <laughs> no, no, because they don't. If they don't give away the plot, we can say, "Well, this should happen. This, 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 and this, and this will lead to then." Say with me now, phase seven. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's finally come full circle in a way I never expected. I thought they'd just make one fantastically bad blowout movie and we'd all lose interest. What they've actually done is run the fucker into the ground. <laughs> I'm still hopeful. Oh God, I just I just need to remain good until the mutants get here. Yeah, I can't have the mutants because then history will look back on any X Men film like, well, that killed the MCU. He's going real well till Wolverine showed up, and then <laughs> yeah. So I just need, I just need to hold out long enough for the X Men to have their day, and then fuck it, these humans can come in and ruin everything. Like that's that's fine. Like, I mean, we're we're getting close to that with Eternals and the uh, top. Well. Has it been confirmed? A cast member has apparently said it's happening. Eternals 2. Why? No one no. liked it. It no. made no money. It made no money. No one liked it. But like, we'll make more. What? And no talk of a Shang-Chi 2? Like, I look back, I was so harsh on that film. Oh, yeah. I feel so bad now. Little did we know what we had with Shang-Chi on our hands. I, I imagine that'll be, uh, that'll be a Phase 6 film I would have thought. It, it was good enough. It made enough money, I think. It, it should be fine. Mm. But, like, I don't know what more signs the world need to give Marvel they don't need in Eternals 2. Mm. We appreciate the effort we don't need in that one. Um, when we get round to those episodes, Michael, yes. where can people find them? They can find them by going to uh, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook and using FOLENT. That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. We'll also be talking about them on our personal pages. So I am at that Mike Owen on Twitter and Instagram and Darren is at the Guttridge on Twitter and Instagram. You can, of course, go to fansentainment.com for all this and more and be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can get your podcasts from. Uh, under the username Fallon T or Fallon T podcast, depending on the service you are using. I hope you're into the wrestling wars because that's all I was seem to want to talk about <laughs> at the moment. Oh boy, the wrestling world's interesting again. Oh, but Vince is gone. Vince is gone. That happened in Gibraltar. Yeah. I literally, like, we, we ordered drinks. Um, the people we were there with, the people who were getting married, and Rachel all walked off and then got literally all the way to the table. Darren, I just stood in place going <laughs> and trying to explain to people who don't know about wrestling the gravitas. I was like, this is the equivalent as the Queen is dead will be to the UK. I'm like, this is the news. The news to end all news. And Triple H in charge and he's getting everyone back and it's so good. Oh my God. They made a wholesome moment for a kidnapper and what? it's brilliant. Yes. Is all this coming at the end of year review? Oh, yes. I thought it might be. Oh, Yes. I cancelled my network subscription and Triple H takes over. <laughs> oh shit. And AEW is fucking going mental. And did you watch the video I played the other day? Of This will be the basis of my thesis of um, 
emotional storytelling. Oh, daddy season. ass. Scissor me, daddy ass. That has emotional weight to it. Yep. Yep, that sentence of scissor me, daddy ass was an emotional <laughs> payoff to a month-long storyline. Jesus and it Christ. was it was excellent. Um, <laughs> as a gay man asks an elder gentleman who goes by daddy ass to scissor him. <laughs> I love wrestling. I love it so much. So yeah, hope you like that. Uh, I'll run my tune of interview. Yes, thank you very much for joining the big, almost two-hour big summer blowout. Jesus. My face hurts. Yep. Which I think is a good sign for us, I podcast. think it is, yeah. I was smiling. And almost no gladiator talk. Go us. Oh, but what? No. <laughs> <laughs> did reveal to my dad. Oh, you Finally. Did. And he... Minor was, gladiator talk. Without, without me even prompting, I showed him the picture and went, Oh my God. <laughs> It's our kid, which is my dad's way of saying, oh wow, that does look like me. <laughs> <laughs> and his fiance agreed, it was excellent. Excellent. So, yes, we're quite wolf at some point in my life. Your dad still feels the power <laughs> of the gladiators. Yes. <laughs> you have to stop now. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.